We're rolling. Timer starts now. Mark. Hi, I'm Ford. And I'm Sky. And these are not our real names. These are our superhero names, and with our powers combined, we formed the writing partnership L. Skyford. Welcome to Booklandia. You've joined us today for a mini-sode, where we will geek out about literary topics like plot and character tropes, and maybe some book news. But before we get much further, did you know you can watch our faces do this episode by subscribing to us on Twitch at lskyford or YouTube at l.skyford? You should do it. We give good face. And sometimes there's a dog bomb at Ford's house. This is true. For our other socials, you can follow us on Twitter at skyfordl, on Instagram at l.skyford, and if you're interested in our book, blog, or even more book reviews, head over to our website, lskyford.com. Lastly, this and every episode are chock full of oversharing and spoilers, and every episode is rated E for explicit. You have been warned. Hi, 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 hi. Okay, that was weird. I'm not going to say it that way ever again. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So today you've joined us for another hashtag trope alert. Uh, we're going to be talking another character trope. What is it? Why do we need them? Why do we like them? What do we hate about them? And this week's specific character trope is alpha male with a heart of gold. Pew, pew, pew. Did, ching, ching. I'm adding the sound effects. Ching. Of the <laughs> is heart this the of heart of gold? Okay. That's what I thought was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Very good. So uh, I feel like we need to describe this slightly further. Alpha yeah. male is not every male character, nor is it always mm -hmm. a male character. It is a character sure. that is very possessive, very demanding, and usually always right. I am putting that in quotation marks. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. They're domineering. They're dominating. You see this a lot in basically every single romance book that is also about werewolves. Werewolves, vampires, supernaturals of all types. They, yeah. they have been around a long time and they know exactly what you need. And they're going to take care right. of you. And how you want it. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. So why do you think that the alpha is such a popular trope? for char uh, character because if you're seeking a romance novel as an escape the implication of an alpha of someone who's going to take full control of you is very similar to the implications of being a submissive someone makes mm -hmm. every decision for you they take care of you mm -hmm. physically and emotionally and financially and all you got to do is show up. What's and put not, out. Right. Show up and put out. What's <laughs> not to like? Right. I think that's why it's so appealing because here is this person, right? The implication of the word alpha male or the words alpha male is that not only is this person going to take care of you and push you around, but they're also the top of their food chain, mm -hmm. right? They are the most successful or the scariest werewolf slash vampire. They are <laughs> the most advanced creature in their own hierarchy, right? So not only yeah. are they going to take care of you, but they are going to protect you and they are going to, there. there's no one that's going to knock them off their pedestal. So I think that's that's where the appeal is. Yeah, I think protection is a big a bigger slice of that than at at least in my opinion uh, than the submissive part of it. There's a lot uh it, there's a lot of patriarchy baked into this, which is my con for it. But 
it's nice to not have to worry about shit. Right. So I think that is maybe also the appeal is like when you're the alpha male is going to protect you, take care, make sure you're okay or alpha person. And that is an escape for some people yes. because outside the book, you got to take care of your shit and your children and your job and all the people you work with because you're also the caregiver at your workplace and feed and clothe and wash and laundry. Like there's a bunch, there's a laundry list of literally things to do when in this book, this character, it's all taken care of, quote unquote, by the alpha. Yeah. So I think that's the big appeal of it. Yeah. What does not yeah. work for you in this? Well, it definitely reinforces some gender stereotypes like alpha male it this is this comes from a pack animal term so uh packs of wolves have an alpha uh packs of dogs have an alpha and to you have to show your dominance at all times in your pack so if humanity is a pack the alphas are always showing their dominance which is a very typically male thing to do and that's just exhausting. Nobody needs that must much testosterone in their lives. So that's the reality of it is not sexy. No, the fictionality of it is can be. Yeah. Yes. Does does this trope as a thing to read work for you? I yeah. Yep. Yes. Here's this is my dirty truth is yes, it does. <laughs> I uh -huh. really uh -huh. like it. I read a lot of paranormal romance. And every time you, I hear you yelling about <laughs> I will own you and possess you in all the ways, I'm like, that was kind of sexy. Kind yeah, of into th it. This, <laughs> this is a trope that the only times I really understand it is in paranormal, paranormal, and only because I can equate it to uh, essentially animal husbandry. And, yeah. and so I sort of forgive <laughs> it for that. But if it is just humans being humans, then it even, yeah. you know what, even in paranormal, an overly possessive cock, truly, I mean that in the way they behave, not in the things that they have on their bodies, is just <laughs> a giant turnoff for me. And so it yeah. it makes me want to punch him in the groin. And that is that is not a good reaction to a character. So this trope does not work for me at all. <laughs> I will say the times when I most appreciate the trope is when the other love interest is like, stop being a dick, like pushes back, is the fighter. We were talking about, oh, uh, mating the huntress is on this yes. list. So Luke and Chastity, I think is her name. She is always fighting him and pushing against his uh, werewolf alpha nature. That is always very enticing when I'm seeing, watching a female character stand up to somebody who everyone else cowers against. That I do agree with that. I think that does make for a very interesting pair when the person who is the love interest for the alpha male, the part where the heart of gold comes out, um, that part mm -hmm. is usually really interesting if that person is... So essentially the implication then is that this person without being the alpha actually rises to the same yeah. emotional preparedness to take care of the world as this other person who is also filled with a bunch of testosterone. Yeah. Metaphorically Agreed. or literally. Great. I and I and you kind of put touched on it that the it's how the heart of gold is revealed. 
I think. Instead of like, you're my cherished thing that I now own, let me show you this part of me, is not as interesting as, oh, you're going to stand up to me, you're going to show your backbone, you're going to also be vulnerable and strong at the same time. Oh, I can be vulnerable and strong at the same time? Okay, okay. That's cool. That's what I'm into. Yes. I think I have a harder time finding those stories than the stories in which Mm -hmm. usually male characters treat men, treat women like objects. And that, that to me is the not comfortable thing. Um, There's a lot of um in here. Okay. So in, so we were talking (laughs) about what is the, what could be an, like an OG alpha male with a heart of gold story. And I suggested Heathcliff from Withering Heights because he Da-da-da. tells her, yeah, right. He he knows what he wants. He knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. He he will take care of everything, mm-hmm. sort of. I feel like there are right. issues with that statement, but sort of. Right. And then dipping into Disney canon, if mm-hmm. you disregard the Stockholm Syndrome situation in Beauty and the Beast... <laughs> Beast in Beauty and the Beast Mm -hmm. is very much an alpha male, literally beast form Mm -hmm. that turns out is really into bath time and tiny birds. And getting his beard braided. And getting his beard braided. And as you mentioned before we started this episode, Gaston is also an alpha male. So their fight at the climax of the, of the movie, I'm going to quote the movie because that's my more close reference, is it's just like two alpha males duking it out for fucking territory, which is a female, which is very animalistic, if you think about it. And the better beast wins. So. Yeah. 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 The more alpha is I al- alpha you. Yeah. Yeah. So dipping back into contemporary romance or what are romance books. So we've mentioned pretty much most paranormals have this trope. A lot of paranormals do. Also, a lot of millionaire billionaire stories also have this trope. Just because to be a CEO, to be a millionaire, you got to be the biggest dick in the room. And uh, so that's an alpha trope there. And there are a surprising number of millionaire stories out there. And I, to me, to me, this is surprising. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. Okay. And th- so I feel like that's a separate trope, but I do want to put the millionaire stories into this alpha, alpha with a heart of gold uh, category. But yeah, I feel like we need to address the why the millionaire story works in a separate episode, a uh, teaser, separate episode about the millionaire trope. Okay, great. Because there's a bunch of them. Write that down for when we're definitely doing that. Because I do think that there is something, it, it, right, it speaks to financial security and to the current mm-hmm. economic times in a way that is very specific. Yeah. Yes. So as we were talking about this, it occurred to me that quite a few Talia Hibberts uh, have this trope in them, the the alpha with the heart mm-hmm. of gold. And both of the Sulika Snyders that we've read. Um, so we read mm-hmm. Take a Chance on Me, which is a short story about a biker gang member slash uh, DEA Spoiler alert! Agent. <laughs> It was in the beginning. I can't with the spoiler. But yes. Uh, So he's very like top, literally top dog 
in his organization. Well, I guess literally is going to be for the next Aliga Snyder. <laughs> this one is figuratively a top dog. He is the leader mm-hmm. or one of the leaders of this biker gang, but turns out he's just trying to get them all arrested. But we discovered yep. that he's a softie and he likes comic books um, and yeah. and cuddles. Coming book, comic books and cuddles are really his jam, despite being hot, like so hot, beefy and tattooed. And then yeah. in Big Bad Wolf, which is her um, Sulika Snyder's most recent full length novel, Joe is a werewolf, and literally. Top so dog. he is literally top dog. And also, it takes him a while to get to a soft spot. He's sort of, mm-hmm. he's a hard alpha for a long time, but eventually mm-hmm. he he has a gooey soft center. He shows her his delicate underbelly. Aw, look at your dog reference. There <laughs> we go. There uh, we go. And then, and then in Talia Hibbert, so in Talia Hibbert, on our list, I put The Princess Trap, which is a lot more mm. complex than I'm really... So it's a millionaire trope because he's a prince and there is a certain amount of BDSM in it. There is a, a conversation about being submissive and being dominant. And there's a conversation about sexual preferences in terms of being heterosexual or uh, bisexual or uh however each one of them prefers to identify so there's a lot in the princess trap but he is very like this is what you want and then he adjusts to what it is that works for both of them rather than what it is that he demands of her and so i think he fits in this category also side note read the princess trap because it's packed chock full of tropes Amazing. Also in Talia Hibbert land, Cash from Mary Inkmas. Mary Inkmas is, as you can tell, a holiday romance. He's a tattoo artist. He owns his own business and runs his own business. And, you know, basically if there if there's a male who's tattooed, you can guarantee it's an alpha with a heart of gold situation. A lot of the time. Uh, to, mm-hmm. to counterpoint that, Talia Hibbert, Chloe Brown, he is tattooed, yeah. but he's an artist. Sure, okay, fine. Not that artists couldn't be alphas, but he is definitely the cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, join us yes. for the episode about cinnamon rolls. It's coming. Another hint. Another hint <laughs> dropped. And then, lastly, in the Talia Hibbert category, Luke from Mating the Huntress, which is a novella of hers, paranormal. Uh, he's a werewolf, so... Of course he is. But we mentioned that earlier and we talked about how chastity just stands up to his shit. If you know of any books where there is an alpha, paranormal or otherwise, and there is a romantic interest that stands up to them, I Mm -hmm. am all in to read that. I also want, uh, if anybody out there knows of any female alphas, Give me your sapphic alphas. Yes, uh, I would absolutely I need, read that. I need I need that twist on a trope. Yes. So are you, dear audience human, going to pick up this book now that you've heard our review? Let us know in the comments. Have a suggestion for another review? Slide on into our DMs. If you like this adventure in books or updates on our upcoming projects, please follow, like, save, subscribe, rate, review us on Instagram at l.skyford on Twitch at LSkyford, and on Twitter at SkyfordL. Phew, I'm Sky. And I'm Ford. And that's it for this mini-sode. 
We will see you next time on Booklandia, where every book is a whole world to explore.